Welcome everybody to episode 19 of the Terrific Talk podcast. Yes, we are up to episode 19. And this is the podcast that answers the question, why horror? And with me, I've got a guest that might be, okay, my camera's like opposite, so here, there he is, there he is. And you've seen him before. He was on episode two, so way back 17 episodes ago. Oh, I feel like a veteran. I know, you are, you are. Do I get a medal? Yeah, absolutely. I don't believe you. <laughs> Please? I haven't seen this medal yet. Yeah. Well, it, it exists, it exists. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I promise. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, That's what politicians say. No. Okay. Well, I don't <laughs> want to sound like a politician. Sorry, no, no. no. I, I, I won't call you that again. You call me reasonable after all. You're being nice. Yeah, you're being... I'm being nice. You're calling me a politician. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I was, I was just being satirical. Yep. To the world, not to you. Yep. Well, I'm never having him on my podcast again, everybody. Like, listen to I'm that. I'm having him. <laughs> yeah. Well, for some reason, he agreed to come back on to Terrific Talk. I don't know why, but... Thank so nice. Aw. Thank you. And just thank you for agreeing. Say, and you say nice things about the video games that we're all in, and we all like. Yeah. Uh, well, it's easy to say nice things about the video games that you're all in, because they're <laughs> awesome video games. Oh, bad, are they? Yeah. Yeah. I'm always very impressed with people who make them. Yeah. Even though you don't play them yourself. Well, no. Well, well, well. The trouble is, the two I've been in, I, I kind of ended up knowing who did it as a as dint of being involved in them. So it's kind of oh, how, how can you play it? Plus, it means watching myself, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you're editing, like I'm editing videos of myself. I've already seen myself about fifty times. Just like I know what it looks like. I don't want to watch it. The charm has worn off. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just like ew. I'd, I'd rather watch videos when I was in my twenties and pretend that's still me. You know. Ah, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, don't we all? Except I don't, okay, my, my 20s was about 10 years ago. <laughs> You're not making any friends here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did call me a politician. True, true. I, okay, I realize I'm going to regret that. All right, yeah. yeah. But I haven't got my medal yet. Where's my medal? It's coming, it's coming. See? <laughs> See, we get off on tangents. Uh, everybody, yeah. like I blame him just all the time, because that she th does. That... Very true. Actually, she does blame me all the time. Yeah, that's about just like what it's like whenever we're uh, talking on social media as well. It's just Absolutely. like so. I wake up in the morning, there's a message on Twitter saying it's all your fault every single morning. It's it's kind of depressing. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those start like our all our conversations with hello. It's all your fault. Yeah, let's do that from now on. Yes, hello and welcome to Rupert, who's uh, all. It's all his fault. Whatever it's all it, my fault. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is, it is all his fault, and he's for some reason yes. <laughs> for some reason, it's all it's his shape fault. Shapeshift bug. Yeah. I just thought I'd do a quick plug for the game. There you are. Yeah. Shapeshift. Yeah, he was in that game actually, everybody. In case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> From this mug, I bet they do. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah, he just randomly has a shapeshifting detective mug. Uh, you know. yep. Some of us have earned these little pleasures. Yep. I have a cup. <laughs> I already have my coffee and stuff this morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's just like, I'm not having more coffee. I don't want to be awake, like, all day. <laughs> no, no, it'd be a bad idea to be awake all day. I'm on tea because it's late here. Yep. Uh, well, it's not late. It's it's 60 minutes past eight, but yes. Yeah, it's like, just saying, it's not like midnight there or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. Which is I kind of the horror hour, isn't it? To to drag it towards horror. Yes, the witching hour. Yes. It's the witching hour. Yeah, that's the word. That's the phrase. Yeah. This is why you're in charge and I'm not. Yeah. Of this. Don't get any ideas. Yeah, that's why you're sitting over there and I'm sitting over here. Yes. Yes. Also, the being born in different continents has something to do with it. Yeah, except you're all the way across an ocean. I am. I am. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least we get to talk this way. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed we do. Indeed. So what are we talking about? Yes. Well, okay, so we got... See, I told you, everybody, we get off on these tangents, and then it's just like we have to bring ourselves back to... And I get blamed, yeah. Yeah, what it is we're talking about. So, 
Rupert, thank you for coming on to the podcast again to like Bonjour. take the blame for everything that I'm going to throw at you. I greatly appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I see the way this is going. The third time around, it might, you might have to work harder to get me. <laughs> the third time around. He's like, that's going to happen. <laughs> <clears throat> hmm, third time around. Well, it's just like, only if you want to. <laughs> oh, always, always happy to. Yeah, so I'll just like find you where you are and just drag you out here and force you to be on my podcast. you introduce yourself so last time i introduced you so this time you know i'm gonna let you like take over so that oh. so that way yeah. I, I, yeah yeah are you sure that's wise maybe so talk a little bit just about well obviously tell who you are and kind of what stuff do you do as far as uh video games uh acting yeah. writing blah 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 go <laughs> Well, I, I'm Rupert Booth, and video games, acting, writing, and blah, blah, blah kind of sums it up at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I used to think of myself as a writer. Uh, I've written some some books um, and have another one that I'm writing at the moment, which I have no time to write because I'm writing something else. So I used to like writing, and now I don't. Um and, and having spent years and years working on being a writer, suddenly got cast in video games and ended up being an actor as well, um, which is something I always enjoyed doing back in the day. So that's kind of worked out well. Uh, and that I, that I thoroughly enjoy because it seems to me like an awful less work. You turn up and you say someone else's words that they've slaved over and, and then you go away again and you get all the kudos for it. Um, I'm starting to think maybe I made the wrong life choice all those years ago, but there we are. Yeah, well, I, I, I would like to think that you made the right life choice because then we wouldn't be able to see you in all these cool video games that you're in. That's true. That's true. Well, that wasn't so much a life choice as just saying yes when an opportunity landed in my pocket um, and, and, and putting a hat on, um, which, which seemed to do the job. So, so yeah. Um, so I suppose I, I, I think of myself still more of a writer than an actor, which is probably good news for the acting profession, frankly. Um, whether it's good news for the Writers Guild, God knows. But yeah, uh, and at, at the moment, um, I'm, I'm uh, working on, I'm writing an interactive movie about which I won't say anything else yet because I haven't finished writing it. I, I mean, I could say many things about it, but they'll all be swear words. Um, <laughs> writing interactivity is hard. Hard to keep it all in your head or on the page or anywhere in any way that makes any kind of sense. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a challenging process, um, and interesting, but very frustrating. I'd like to. I can't wait to get back to linear storytelling. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did mention that like before, like we started, like you don't know mm. how people like Tim and Linda just keep track of like all the different branches and stuff, like in a game like the Shape Shifting Detective and. I th I think I think how they do it is that they have these massive brains separate somewhere in a warehouse um, that do all that thinking because I I just don't know how they process it all I mean I know there's two of them um, but still it, nah the brains brains in storage somewhere great big big brains possibly floating possibly with eyes I don't know if they've got little spinal column bits because because science fiction floaty brains generally have have now that's a there's a point yeah is like the brain from planet arus do you know the brain from planet arus <laughs> no actually i never heard of it okay it, I, I thoroughly recommend it it's a, it's a 50 science fiction movie about a, a flying brain from the planet arus who's all he's one of those ones who's all kind of silence puny earth creatures um so that i call it a science fiction film is it a horror film as well though because i mean it's basically a disembodied brain that floating be, about that'd be pretty creepy though <laughs> it, it unfortunately creepy is what it's not um it, it, it's not perhaps the best perhaps the best film i love it but it's you know it's a, it's a bit one of those so bad it's good um mm -hmm. but yeah yeah kind of like tangent sorry I, I just like a disembodied brain who yeah. doesn't yeah who does it like i don't know maybe i'd want to keep mine in my head <laughs> try though one day. I mean, you know, you never know until you experience these things. Yeah. yeah. You know, just take the brain out, let it float around a bit. There's a reason I'm bald. Oh, so that's the reason. Maybe. 
So it's not just because of genetics, it's because you want to be able to more quickly remove your brain. Take my brain out, have it fly around a bit, you know. Yeah, who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I ended up um, seeing, like, a picture of the nervous system. Like, here's a picture of your nervous system. They're like, I don't know, like, if it was a real nervous system or, like, it was a model of, but it had, like, a brain with, like, the eyes, like, all, like, googly and popping out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ew. Have you heard, <laughs> have you heard of the Body Works exhibition, um, Gunter Van Hagen's? Mm-hmm. You heard of him? Who, who, who um, plasticizes corpses basically mm-hmm. i i saw i think the first exhibition that he did in london i happened to see it oh, i don't know 15 years ago something like that just purely by mistake i was walking <laughs> in london uh, and saw a sign and thought i had some time to kill for a meeting and i thought oh, i'll go and see that and it was fascinating they and he had um, one of the exhibits was the nervous system um and yeah that was that was like something out of a science fiction film or a horror film you know just just all these and and and, and yeah um, it wasn't nice. Yeah, very macabre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It's a, I could never be a medical student. I think the first time you have to actually cut up a cadaver, it's just kind of right. I'm out of there. It's just no thanks. I, I, I'm kind of fascinated by the workings of the body, but it doesn't mean I actually want to literally look inside one. Yeah, I um, I was actually at one point um, a pre med hey. major. Yes, yes, huh. yes. I was. When you say a pre-med major, does that mean you kind of drummed and, and had, a, had a twirly thing and all that stuff? <laughs> no, not that kind of major, so college. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if, if, if medical people did that? <laughs> no, it wouldn't, actually. You don't want someone twirling a baton while they're delving into you anyway. No, I'd rather them concentrate oh, you glad you on my me onto this? Yeah, like I, yeah, I would rather con- uh, them concentrate on my surgery. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that's why that's, I'm... That's really- Cerebellum. Mm. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Don't, like, cut up and destroy my brain. Mm. Mm. Ha! <laughs> See, folks? We get off onto tangents like this all the time. So, well, it's kind of horror-related, yeah. isn't it? Yes. I mean, brains and, and internal bits, they generally are seen a lot in horror films. Yes. So just be... These ones I've seen. Yeah. Be prepared, everybody. Be prepared, because there's going to be a lot of this happening. Yeah. Think already yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> All right. Now, okay, let's kind of veer, let's ease into a topic that we both kind of know a lot about here besides a horror, the shape-shifting detective. So oh, yes. that's a game that would be kind of considered like, you know, it may be considered like um, horror detective style. Um yes. Psychological horror, really, isn't it? Yes. Like, and all different types of horror that fall kind of under, like, that umbrella. Just, like, horror mm-hmm. is just, like, the umbrella. Then there's all sorts of different, like, little raindrops mm-hmm. that kind of fall under that umbrella. So, this... Raindrops of blood. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun. Actually, Raindrops of Blood's a great horror film title. I'm going to go away and write Raindrops of Blood now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm actually going to write it down. No, I'm not going to write it down. Ah, I guess you're sick of writing. (laughs) No, I just had one of those naked lunch moments of going, don't write down raindrops of blood, you (laughs) bloody idiot. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Shapeshifting Detective is a game that has been It would be a horror musical. Yeah, there we go, there we go. Sorry, I thought yeah. Raindrops yeah. of blood. I'll, I'll call the gang. Yeah, I'll kind of go, right, raindrops of blood, everyone, and, you know, just lose my friends. Lose all your friends. Yeah, then, well, I wouldn't call all of them to say raindrops of blood, but um, yes. And then just end up just sitting on a bench talking to yourself. <laughs> this happens. This does happen, I've got to admit. <laughs> Even before you've lost all your friends. Well, yes, yes, indeed, indeed. It's, it's happily sitting on a park bench singing about raindrops of blood. Uh, <laughs> and then I get either arrested or sectioned. That'd be great. <clears throat> Yeah, I'd be asking, are you okay? No, actually, I'd be intrigued. Like, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's just got, like, the mind I have. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've yes. got Shapeshifting Detective. It's been out for three months now, and the reviews overall for the kids. Yeah, I know. Isn't Seriously? that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Time flies. Wow. Okay. Time flies. <laughs> Tip to spugit. 
I suppose it's one of those things where, you know, obviously we filmed it quite some time before that, so my, my thoughts about it go back to then rather than it coming. Yeah, I suppose it is. Wow. Yeah, it's like, that yep, flown. Yeah, mm. time has flown. And reviews for that game have been overall positive from people like who yes. have played it, with maybe a few minor nitpicks here and there, but that's just with anything in life. But And people people have tended to really like speak favorably of your character. So what are your thoughts yeah. what are your thoughts about people's reactions to the character of Chief DuPont? Oh, I mean it's been very pleasing. You know, um yeah, I I, I wasn't sure because DuPont was a lot more straight um as a performance than Jenks. I I wasn't, you know, I didn't know if he'd get as much traction or, or, or be interesting in the same way but um no it seemed to work it seemed to work i i, I thoroughly enjoyed playing him because he's a sarcastic bastard basically um which isn't a stretch to, to act for me um yeah uh no I, i'm 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 really pleased by the reaction to the whole thing actually i'm very pleased for tim and linda because they put a lot of work into these things and you know it, it paid off um and they're nice people yeah, I remember, I had them... And they feed me well whenever I go there. It's always well-fed, you know. They look, they look after their actors. Um, hey. This is one of the great things about acting. You know, when you're a writer, you have to feed yourself. When you're an actor, yeah. people just give you food. Yeah, free... Slightly assume actors don't know how to feed themselves. Maybe we don't. Yeah, free food. Maybe I should get into acting. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Craft services table. Um, yeah. That's the whole reason, like, for acting is the food. Absolutely, absolutely. I think people just assume that actors are always starving. Actors are mostly always starving. Um, so are writers. But, yeah. See, there you go. No, no, um, shape, shape. Sorry. Trade secrets. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But, yeah, shape, 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 shape was, was uh, uh, extremely, has been an extremely pleasant process from start to finish. Um, from, you know, from, from filming and from, from auditioning in the first place in, in Spain at the time. Um, and, uh, and, and the reviews, singing reviews have been, yeah, very nice, very nice. Very pleased with it. Yeah, I had uh, Tim and Linda and Clemens on a, a couple episodes ah, yes. ago. Yes, yeah, so they were talking about the aftermath. And even Tim and Linda still are just, like, so humble just about, like, their success. It's just like... They are. Yeah, it's just they are like, indeed. He's like, you deserve the, every bit of success. And Tim's always like, oh, well, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, you're yeah. adorable. <laughs> yeah, they are adorable. Yeah. I love the pair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just yeah. like, it was just like, I'm so happy just for them and just for everybody that was involved, like in the game to like see just like the amount of success. It's like, um, yeah, um, my mom like played it and she like uh, uh -huh. was like, oh, whenever she heard my voice on the radio so it was kind of like it was kind of interesting to like see it's just like eh, uh -huh. thanks like I've heard my voice already probably about 20 times yeah but good to be in it though isn't it yeah really exciting really exciting I thought it was a lovely idea actually I thought I thought you know getting getting all you guys on Twitter involved in in, in producing content for it I thought oh that's clever that's and, and it's nice you know it's a, it's a it's a nice thing to do, and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to, to working with them again. I'm assuming they'll have me again. Oh, I'm sure they will. Oh, you never know. Yeah, yeah, they may they'll have to. I've got the negatives. <laughs> well, wow, how old am I? I've got the negatives from when people took photos on film. Wow. Yeah, film was. Actually, big. that's a good that's a that's a good point with digital cameras. How do you bribe someone these days? You can't go ah ha ha. I've got the negs because there aren't any negs. You could say ha. You could say ha ha ha. I've got it all saved on my phone. Yeah, but then quick, quick EMP and your phone's wiped. That's easy. Ha ha ha! I got it all saved on my hard drive. <laughs> EMP, wipe your hard drive as well. What is your obsession with EMP? <laughs> just, just like EMPs. Who doesn't like an electromagnetic pulse? <laughs> uh, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> Absolutely fine. Okay, just checking. Are you sure you're okay? Uh, possibly. Oh God, extreme close-up. <laughs> ah. Oh, right. So now let's kind of slide into like the whole reason just why we're here, horror. Because you mentioned the last time, like, yeah, we kind of like talked a little bit about it, but didn't like delve mm. too much into it. And you're, you said that we should talk about it. It's like, you know, we definitely should. So, 
Okay, you said you considered yourself more of a casual fan of the horror genre, so it's not like, oh, yeah. so it's not like, like, oh, like, I don't know, like, every, like, factoid and da-da-da, just like, I like it. So, why do you like it? Oh, well, because it's interesting, because it's entertaining. Why does anyone like any piece of entertainment? Um, you know, and, and because I suppose it, it's like science fiction, it's a genre that's been there all my life. I mean, early memories in, in, in the 70s of watching Hammer Horror films on telly. Um, probably my first encounter with horror of any kind. Doctor Who at that time was going through a period of, of aping horror films, um, huh. you know, early Tom Baker era. Um, my, my, my first memory of that is Pyramids of Mars. Since you have a TARDIS, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, you know, so, so, you know, admittedly robotic, but Egyptian mummies stumbling around the place. Well, that's an absolute horror trope, obviously. Um, and then the Brain of Morbius that season, Frankenstein, Seed to Doom, I think, was loosely based on the thing. Um, so, so, yeah, uh, but definitely the Hammer films. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't have watched some of them at that age, but hey, um, I think I'd have probably screamed the place down if I wasn't allowed to watch them. I'd probably screamed the place down watching them, yeah. but a healthy screaming, the healthy screaming. That's the sequel to to Raindrops of Blood. The healthy screaming. It's all set in a gym. <laughs> okay. And then one day the machinery goes wrong and starts rebelling. Ah, oh, that that kind of freaks me out. It's just like a pile of weight suddenly bang on your leg and you can't move because your leg's pulped because iron. Yeah. Um, pulping iron, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, then we're getting into things like uh, Terminator. <laughs> Is Terminator a horror film? Well, not necessarily. I guess, mm. like, pure... It starts with a human skull being stood on. Yeah, that that is true. It does it's have... It's got a skull in it. It's horror, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Um... It may start with... A... But actually, no. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, so it's like some of those... It's got some of those kinds of elements in the beginning, kind of dark, dystopic kind of future. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the first one. And then, like, even, yes. like... But the second one was more action-y, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like Alien versus Aliens. Um, I think Alien could perfectly well be categorized as a horror film as well as a science fiction film. Aliens less so. Matt. Um, Matt. What on earth? Matt. Oh, there's an alien. Matt. There you go. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I, I saw that too early. <laughs> don't have anything to hand to wave at you. I, I, I could try and find a disembodied brain. No. No. <laughs> no I actually have one around. Genuinely, I have one around. Um, Are you kidding me? Oh, it's a little brain called like a Memnon. You call your brain. You call your brain Agamemnon. Well, I don't call this brain Agamemnon. I, I call it many things, but it's not Agamemnon. No, it's it, it's a character in an, in an upcoming short, little little rubber brain called Agamemnon, and he's around somewhere. Um, yeah, somewhere. Oh. I should have thought ahead and actually got him out. His eyes flash. Oh, like. It's like, why is he named after a Greek character that was involved in the Trojan Wars? <laughs> why on earth shouldn't he be? Don't be brainist. Well, he is evil. <laughs> well, he tries to be evil, does Agamemnon, but he's not really up to it because he's he's this big. Um, so he'll, he'll kind of zap you with his laser eyes, but basically all it will do is mildly singe your sock. Oh, okay. We're straying off the topic. You're asking me about horror. I was yeah. so, so I thought about this earlier because I prepared yeah. for this. Um, and I was thinking what, what was the most sort of um, formative? Not formative, but, but, but uh, powerful experience of horror in my younger days. And I realized, and I've forgotten about this, it was reading Frankenstein at school um, when I was about 12 or 13. Uh, we, we got an assignment to read Frankenstein. It's a great big book to me at that age. And it shut me up. It was terrifying. The descriptions of the monster to begin with were what got me. But then later on, the kind of psychological horror of, of realising the, the despair of, of the creature's condition, you know, his own sort of self-despair, you know, this is what I am. I'm, I'm made of bits of dead. Um... And that was, you know, it, 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 it's a lovely bit of writing, isn't it? It's an extraordinary bit of writing. Um, I think the, the descriptions of how pallid and, and, and waxen his skin was, how yellow 
uh, with with corruption and all that sort of thing. Re- really, you know, really scary stuff that no filmed version of it has ever come close to me for being as scary. Now, that might be because I'm not 12. Well, but uh, but also because I think the book's really powerful and really well written. I would agree with you there. And I would also agree that I haven't seen like a version on film that's really even come close to the overall feel mm. of what the novel is meant to portray. Mm, absolutely. No. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love no. Boris Karloff giving it a bit of kind of type stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah. The... I like the one that Kenneth Branagh did as well. Was that the 90s? Yeah, it was the 90s. I thought it was kind of weird. <laughs> Yeah, well, the whole story's kind of weird, um, but but uh, yeah. So so Frankenstein, I suppose, was was uh, my my literary go-to. Um, Red Dracula. Not long after that, actually, yeah, that kicked off a, a bit of an interest in reading the original stories of all the um, the films I'd seen. Oh. Uh, thinking about it, yeah, Dr- Dracula's also also a good book. Obviously, I think Frankenstein is is more viscerally scary. Um, but yeah. Uh, I I was I was the type of student that read for fun, and that's why I ended up reading Dracula. Mm. It's because I wanted to. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. My we, 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 we yeah. Mm. My only complaint about that is that it took forever to get up to the castle and kill Dracula. It's just like, why do I need to read pages upon pages of you going up through a mountain? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's less wasted space in Frankenstein. What's your what's your Favorite version of Dracula, then? Um, well, we're not, I'm not going, like, with the Nosferatu-type Dracula. Um, that's kind of strange. Um, you got older Dracula, which is, like, the, talk about the one from the 1930s, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um. Bela Lugosi. Yep, Bela Lugosi. And, um. Children of the night, what music they make. (laughs) Yes, it's. Like, admittedly, at times, kind of campy, but, you know, it's the 30s, but that, yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. Now, thinking, absolutely. I'm thinking, I can't think of a recent version, really, that's come close. Have you seen the BBC one from the mid-70s with uh, Louis Jordan playing Dracula? No, I have not. I recommend that. That's my favourite. <gasps> um, it's strange. It, it's uh, He's very good. Um, it's a proper adaptation of the book. As far as I recall from the last time I saw it, yeah, I, I, I think it's out on DVD. I recommend you track down a copy and, and have a look at that. All right, I wrote. It's, it's I wrote a that. very, it's a very seventy BBC production. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you're familiar with Doctor Who, so it's, it's same mm-hmm. era, seventy six, seventy seven. I think it was made. Mm-hmm. So you know, location on film and then studio on video. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 odd. It's unsettling. There's a lot of really strange video effects. I think Peter Sasdy directed it. Um, I think, um, and it's 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 the most. It it makes Dracula the most kind of alien for me because really this is a different creature. This isn't human. Um, I do like a bit of Nosferatu, mind you, but that might just be because the older I get, the more I look like Max Shrek. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of a recent version really that's come like you no, know, it's really like been. To my liking. Now, mm. now, as far as so a portrayal of just like vampires in general, have there been any that have been to your liking? No, besides, of course, like Dracula, the main go-to. No, I don't think of. Um, no, I've, I have never seen an episode of Buffy. No, I think I've seen one episode of Buffy. Um, so no, sorry, that answer doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Ah, that's okay. It's kind of hard for me. Mind you, just this morning I did get an email um, that that suggested I might end up being in a thing with a vampire cult in it. So that would be great. I'd love to play a vampire. Ooh. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be like a bit of a challenge. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, a great challenge, but still a challenge. Yeah, stick teeth in and, you know, go and... Like Anna Rosa's neck or something like that, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I like uh, horror, but I don't know how good I would be at being evil. <laughs> I was going to say I think you'd be magnificent, but don't misconstrue that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always tend like to be my own worst critic. <laughs> Creatives often are. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Ugh. All right, so I'm trying to think of, we got off on kind of like a tangent again. Now I'm trying to like remember just like what I was going to ask. Dang it, Rupert! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah. Shut up for a bit. I can shut up for a bit if you like. Okay, alright. I, I I'll shut up. I've, okay, I've almost got it. I've almost got it. Oh, okay. So you talked a lot about um, how one of your formative horror experiences wasn't actually a film. It was a book. That's very interesting. Mm. You're the first person that has actually said that. Hey. It's usually when it comes to like um, a horror, people are like, oh, the commonality is I was young. And mm. I watched this movie, and it mm -hmm. scared the bejesus out of me. But mm. I just find it interesting mm. that you're the first person to say, like, well, it was a book, not a movie. It's the other way around. Well, I mean, I, I certainly did see, you know, like I said, the Hammer films and so on before I read Frankenstein. But Frankenstein was the first one that really made an impression on me and really horrified me, which I suppose is the point of horror. Um, yeah. Huh. Huh. So you do tend to More be... people should... Oh, yeah, they should. <laughs> Yeah, more yeah. people should, like, read those books, especially if you're kind of gothic, like Victorian horror. Those are very interesting. Oh, they knew how to write horror, didn't they? I mean, let's face it. Mm-hmm. And if you think yeah. of just, like, uh, Dorian Gray, he, in a sense, that can also yeah. be terrifying. <laughs> like, if you look at Absolutely. it in, like, in that light. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um... And these, you know, these are great archetypal stories, which I suppose is why we keep going back to them and you keep getting more and more versions of them. Um... Yeah. I honestly haven't seen a really good version of Dorian Gray either on film. No, I don't think about no. it. There's a, there's a Hammer one again, isn't there? But, uh, yeah. Well, they always, That'd be quite... they always want to make him brunette. And it's just like, no, in the book, he's blonde. Because they talk to him, it's like he's this blonde, yeah. like Adonis, like type character. Mm -hmm. And they was just like, why yeah. do you keep casting him as a brunette? I, I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. I can't answer that, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was just like more of a general, like, I'm mad and I'm annoyed and here's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to make it yourself then, won't you? Yeah, right. Want to get it right? Do it yourself. Yeah. Well, that that may be how the saying goes. <clears throat> no pressure. Goes, but you know. Yeah, no no pressure. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> now, what about, um, are, do you say you're more of a fan of just like the old style horror as opposed to like maybe the more mainstream recent horror that tends to come out? Yeah, it's well. That's what I saw. Um, yeah, um, I, I do like a good Hammer film. Um, I I do like the the '30s ones. You know, the Universal. You mentioned earlier, The Invisible Man is terrifying. Um, I think I think that, that's great. Um, yeah, I can't think of a horror film I've seen recently, to be honest. Um, hmm. Do you remember the last one that you saw? I'm trying to think. I've got a horrible feeling it's something like Silence of the Lambs. Um, so, hey, hey recent. Um, it is good, it is good, but it's not recent. Um, no, I don't remember the last one I saw, so that probably means I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, recent for you. Does it... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, well, you know, like I say, a, a very casual fan of the genre, so if, if one comes my way, I'll watch it, but I won't really go out of my way. Um, unless one's recommended to me, yeah. you know. All right. So, um, uh, since you're a fan of like the like the whole kind of like you know Mummy, Frankenstein, Universal monsters mm. kind of thing, um, Bloomhouse mm -hmm. Productions has taken over that from Universal, and the first movie they're going to put out under that banner is The Invisible Man. Excellent. Yeah. Which excellent. I, I also read that for fun. <laughs> yes, me too. Me yeah. too. Another scary book. Yeah, it is. The guy's a jerk. <laughs> He is, he's not, he really is. He deserves all he gets. Yes. You don't feel sorry Again, for there was him. a BBC version that mm. was on 84, 85-ish that was, that was very good. Um, so who was the actor? Pip Donaghy, I think, Yeah. played him. That's that's worth seeing. The BBC mm -hmm. makes versions of everything, it seems. They do, they do. Yes, yes. It's and just the like, wipe-up. Uh, like if there's a book out there, it's just like, oh, the BBC did it. Like they made it into a film. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I could probably like, think of, like, what is that book that came out, like, a hundred years ago? Oh, yeah, they made it. They already made it into a movie. It's probably, you know, it's out of copyright. You know, so, yeah, but um, I think I think what, I, what, what appeals to me about the, the Universal 
films is one i like black and white i think black and white's a very underused um style these days it can be a very look at something like the elephant man mm-hmm. you know deliberately shot in black and white Ooh, and extremely yes. evocative um but uh yeah and, and the hammer the hammer is partially nostalgia partially seeing all these tremendous english actors who all sort of turn up in it all the time and it, it, it's always good to see peter cushing destroying christopher lee again and christopher lee turning into a skull and then dust and and so on um, yeah. Hey, that would be an interesting sight to see. Go and watch any Hammer film. He always turns into a skull and then dust. Hey, all right, so I'm going to write that down. <laughs> well, if I don't, like, write it down, I'll forget. They'll be like, well, what did he right. say again? <laughs> I could just send you a message afterwards saying go and watch Hammer films. Yeah, you probably could. And then I'd probably be like, oh, okay, and then I'll forget. Then I'd be like, what'd you say again? <laughs> Well, then it'll be your fault, which means it won't be my fault, which is just right back to the beginning where everything isn't my fault anymore. Aha! Oh, you caught me. <laughs> Check and mate. <laughs> so would you say that you prefer, like, reading um, horror or watching horror? Because horror tends to be, like, a very hmm. visceral genre that people tend to like to view more than read yeah. at times. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I... Uh... I suppose it's like people say about radio, you know, the pictures are better in your head. So when reading something like Frankenstein, obviously it's what you conjure up from, from the depths of the psyche, um, which, you know, could often be more scary than what can be put onto film. Um, but something like The Thing, you know, the Carpenter version, I can't imagine that being more effective in book because because it is so visual. Um, or alien. You know, um... So, prefer probably not, not not. You know, I wouldn't say I have a preference about about that. Oh, so just like if it's good, you'll read it or watch it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Basically, yeah, if it's good, um, or sometimes if it's bad for fun, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It depends, like on the bad though. If it's like good, it bad. does. If it's good, it bad, does. that's cool. If it's bad, bad, it's just like no. Yeah, yeah. If it's boring. Um, I can't be doing something that's boring. I mean, I'm, I'm a great fan of Plan 9 from Outer Space. It's terrible, but it's not boring. Yeah, that's a good... Does that count as horror? Well, it's a movie that's horrific to watch. I mean... Yes. Yes. Indeed, yes. Oh, God, um... that movie. <laughs> but then but then it's got people being reduced to skeletons, and it's got an Elvira lookalike. Um, and lots of stalking around gravestones, which admittedly fall over. Um, it's got actually, it's got lots of horror tropes in it. I can't believe I'm seriously discussing Plan Nine. I'll stop now. Oh, you can see like the strings, like you know, on the things that are going across the screen. Like, oh, totally, Ooh. totally. But it, it's just an interesting mashup of horror tropes and science fiction tropes. You know, you've got the flying saucers, but then you've got all the graveyard stuff and, and corpses being brought back from the dead to stumble around, giving it this. Yeah, uh, it's like a wonderful mishmash of all things horror. It's a mishmash. Whether it's wonderful or not, I'm not sure. I say wonderful in the very kind of like, oh, it's like wonderful for a laugh. <laughs> in a room sort of sense. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a good yeah. bad. Like we all need those yes. good bad movies like sometimes. Indeed. 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 Oh, uh, yeah, I find it really hard pressed. Like whatever, like you mentioned the thing. And I find it really hard pressed to like find a movie really, in my opinion, that I like a lot better than the thing like mm. I, I like horror i watch a lot of it but i always end up coming back to carpenter is fair enough uh, uh, it's i don't know why <laughs> it's just i love it, it. I lo- yeah i love it so much <laughs> you know um yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, the thing's great i haven't watched the thing for years i must watch the thing again <gasps> i must find a friend who's got a dvd of the thing uh... oh my gosh I, I, I don't have it in my collection, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I might, have, I might have the 50s one around somewhere, mind you. Yeah, thing from another world. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, that's the kind of campy version of that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's a very different kind of horror, isn't it? I mean, it's not the visceral blood everywhere, faces splitting apart, dogs um, type version. You know, one, because they couldn't do that, that back then. But uh, it's got it's got some nicely suspenseful moments, and I like the fact you hardly ever see it. That, that's quite nice. Yes, the whole idea just of the unknown and the atmosphere, mm. and 
to me, that's what, like, makes that movie good. So, and yeah. that's kind of, like, leads into my next question. In your opinion, uh. what makes a good horror story? Some people say the atmosphere. Some people say the characters. Others say, what, in your opinion, makes a good horror story? Predictably, perhaps, I'm going to start off by saying the script. If the script's no good, forget it. Um, followed by the director. Because you've got to have that kind of atmosphere. You've got to have the the, you know, the shock value. Obviously, you know, shock is a, is a massive thing in horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't got a director who... I've seen some horror films where afterwards I think to myself, analytically, that was actually quite a good script, but it got murdered by the direction. Um, and then thirdly, the actors. If they don't convince you, then... That's all falling apart. Um, so, so script, director, actors. Script, director, actors. That would definitely... I'm not so bothered about effects and things like that. You know, hmm. Again, looking at stuff from the 30s, because I can just, like you said, I can go, well, it's the 30s, it's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't stop me enjoying the story or getting into it, you know. Um, yeah, oh. so, so, yeah, yeah, those three things. Because a lot of the horror, like, nowadays has to do with effects, but those don't really sell you, I guess. Is that what you're trying to... I'm not a fan of CGI. CGI always takes me out of it because it always looks false to me. Still to this day, apart from some of the very best stuff. Um, Not so much because of the rendering of it, but because the things that are happening you just know cannot happen. That, that, That is not a person doing that. That's not a real thing that they're reacting to. And for that, it, it kind of kills it stone dead for me. I'm old. Ah, you're traditional. <laughs> I am traditional. I, I, I like a bit of practical blood. Um, yeah, I, possibly in raindrops. Yes, yes. I will say this. I'm not a fan of CGI, like overuse of it either. It doesn't like really appeal to me, uh, especially mm. like fake CGI blood. It just looks like way too fake. I'm more of a fan of the practical effects like they use yeah. in... The thing, I, I again, yes. I'm coming back to it because it just looks and, like more gross and realistic. And, and in Alien, you know, you always yeah. get um, was it uh, Veronica Cartwright? I think. so. Or am I getting it wrong? I think it's been. Uh, a long who was time. talking about when when they did the chestburster scene? You know, they had no idea how much blood was going to come out, and a lot of their reactions there are completely real of just backing away, going, "Yeah, oh shit," you know. Mm. Uh, you know, the the actors aren't acting anymore, mm-hmm. and you can't fake that. Maybe you can fake that, but. You know, to have to have that real reaction to things, I think, makes it more powerful. Yeah, like, I think I would get, like, scared pretty easily of just something like that. If it just, like, randomly just happened, like, a bunch of blood just started gushing out, I'd be like, ah! <laughs> but then it doesn't, like, <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't really no, take no, much, it doesn't really take much to scare me. It's just, yeah. like, if I get really involved in something, I hear a noise, I'm like, ah! <laughs> many, many years ago, okay. many years ago, mm-hmm. I was in a, an amateur horror film which no one will ever see um and and had a death scene where i had to vomit huge amounts of blood and it was just a case of taking a cupful of blood before the take and then everywhere someone took a photo and i remember looking at it and going oh i don't like that because it really looked quite like oh i'm dying and coughing up blood as i die you know um it's, it's amazing how how effective a bit of blood can be how simple and effective i suppose it's again it's a very visceral thing it, the blood's supposed to be inside. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you'd say that also... So, okay, i babbling here for a second. I had a thought and then I lost it again. What it's your podcast. New? You can babble as much as you like. Yeah, just like, what else is new? Yeah, it is my podcast. <laughs> you're just like, you're stuck here. If you want to babble, I'll just go look for a rubber brain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> go look for Agamemnon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to think here. Um, so, okay, so I'm trying to get, uh, uh, formulate this question. All right, so okay. <laughs> are you, okay, would you say that you're not really then like too big of a fan of horror that's just like overly gross? Like there's like horror can, to me, like it, as there's like gore and then there's like extreme gore. So is that the kind of stuff you tend to like stay away from? You're like, Mm-mm, no, 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 no. No, I, I, I quite, again, if it's done well, if it's good, then that's fine. Um, I mean, case in point, I suppose Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first time I saw that, you know, very impressed by it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not a fan of gore when it's, when it's used stupidly. 
um, or when it's used to to because there's nothing else there, you know, because there's no script, because there's no direction. It's just kind of oh, let's let's try and be more and more extreme. That just bores me. Um, but yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 there's 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 no genre I, I kind of stay away from really. There. That's kind. Of, that's... I'm more horrified by soaps. Soaps. I stay away from them. Oh. Okay. But, but, yeah. No, no, no. A bit of gore's fine. Oh, okay. So is there much in horror that you don't like? Or do you pretty much like it all? Crap. Crap. Yeah, if it's crap, I'm not interested. Yep. Um, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'll absolutely run the gamut from the psychological horror side. You know, like something like Silence with Lambs. Um, or, or, or Silence with Lambs? Silence with Lambs. That's a, Silence. Oh, lovely pastoral scene. Sit in the field quietly. Yeah. Little sheep can bah. How the um, lambs stop screaming. <laughs> indeed, and then the sheep all explode and tentacles come out of them and, and, and blood rain starts falling and, you know. Agamemnon shouts, silence! It's all great, this film that I'm writing in my head right now. But no one will ever see. Thank God. Um, yeah, sorry, what was the question? Hello. Uh, oh, great, now I forgot. <laughs> oh, is there much in horror that you don't like? I think that was the question. I mean, I answered that. Yeah, crap. Yes. Yeah, crap. Yeah. And then we yeah. got up on a tangent about tentacles and sheep monsters. Tentacles and sheep, yeah. But yeah. You see, that could be misconstrued. Yeah. Yeah. Tangents about tentacles and sheep. Yeah. Mm-mm. Hey, I'm trying to think of the last, like, bad horror movie that I saw. And while I'm thinking about that, can you think of, like, the last bad horror movie that you saw where you're just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. No, but I remember seeing a documentary a couple of years ago about the making of a horror movie that was terrifying. Uh, what was it? It was something from the 70s, and the documentaries from the 70s as well. No, that's completely gone. I'm sorry, I'm a terrible interviewee. Um, yeah, he is. No, I, I'm just kidding. You didn't have to agree so quickly. Um, <laughs> what, do you expect me to be nice? <laughs> no, I suppose. Um, well, no, I can't. In that case. I won't even try to think of an answer then. Yeah, fine. <laughs> now he's being pouty now. <laughs> uh, no, because the thing, the thing is, if I think a film's crap, I generally just stop watching it. I don't waste my time anymore. So I never get to the end of them, so I don't remember them. Uh, that that makes sense. If I, like, mm. if I, like, start watching a movie and it's bad, it's like, you know, I'm just going down with the ship. I'm just going to go ahead and finish it. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So I get an overall picture of how bad it actually is. <laughs> you ain't until you're my age. Life gets too short. <laughs> yeah. Well, I overanalyze everything. Huh? Yeah. So it, I don't think that will change, like, no matter how old I get. Probably not, no. No. no I will overthink everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, I think I found like what I thought uh, was my least favorite horror movie. It's mm -hmm. like quite a while back that I saw it. Um, Jason X. So we're talking about Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth. It was Jason yes. in outer space. It was like on late one night, and then I was like, "Oh well, I have nothing else to do. I'll just watch that." And afterwards, it's like, "Why did I watch this?" Uh huh. It was uh -huh. so just like it was not good, <laughs> and I was like, right? Well, no, it doesn't sound so. And I was it like, doesn't sound. That, I suppose that's something that annoys me when you get um, either remakes or sequel after sequel after sequel, long after the shelf life of the actual thing is is done with. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like let it let it let it lie, let it let it die, you know. Yes. Uh, it's just like I don't want to see any more Jason movies. I don't want to see any more Freddy Krueger movies. No. Yeah. I, I'm done. Yeah. 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 Oh, good old Freddy. <laughs> yeah, even though just I love Robert England as Freddy. Everyone loves Robert England in general. He yeah. was great. He was great in V as well. In what? V. Have you seen V? V. V. You haven't seen V. No. <laughs> um, science fiction series from the eighties, mid eighties. Um, oh, go and see V now. Yeah. Immediate once. Yeah. Well, I was a little brandy in the mid eighties. I was born in 82. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But, but humankind has invented things like the videotape and then the DVD. So you're saying that I have no excuses? <laughs> None whatsoever. 
And what's more, another thing that's not my fault. You're just going to keep rubbing that in, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you, mister, the charm's worn off now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you told me that to begin with. Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to keep, like, reminding you of that. But, uh, but no, Robert England's really good in that. Go, go, uh, certainly the original the original miniseries rather than the series that followed it. Uh, tremendous stuff. I don't think I've seen it since about then myself, actually. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of got horrific elements in it. Okay. So I've got, like, a... V. A V. All right. So I've mm. got that written down. i got uh, three things written down that you said. Go, 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 go. Excellent. So, yeah. Excellent. Like, watch it, watch it, watch it. Like, okay. I wish everyone listened to me like that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> well, you're just humoring me. You're just humoring me, aren't you? No, actually. I've got this list of, like, things that people have recommended me, like, a podcast, mm -hmm. I guess, like, over the course of the episodes. And I do get to them eventually. It's a bit of, like, a longer list <laughs> that's been building. And yep. time yep. is also a factor in that sometimes. Time, time, mm -hmm. yeah. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. <laughs> time is truly the fire in which we burn. Yes, time is the true enemy. It's one of them. Yeah. No, I think it would be the. <laughs> the. <laughs> the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. <laughs> Correctly gender identified there. Well done. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I would have to say just that's one of my like my main uh, pet peeves about horror is the uh, the franchising, franchising and, yeah. and movies about exorcisms. Huh. I'm sick of exorcisms. I'm sick of exorcisms in haunted houses. Now the Exorcist is good. Well, yes, I have seen that, so you can't like scold me for that, even though it was made in the. And 70s. it's got Patrick Troughton in it, so that's great. Yeah, so I've seen that, but then it gets to just like, oh, here's this exorcism, and here's another exorcism, and here's another yeah. one. It's just like, I'm, I'm done with exorcisms. Stop it! And, and, and Blair Witch ripoffs. <laughs> uh, I got very bored with them. Yeah, now the first Blair Witch, um, I interviewed two people on an episode, a couple, like, couple episodes back, who were involved with uh -huh. Blair Witch. One was the producer, and one oh, wow. was the production designer. And so I was like, wow. yeah, and they got, talked a little bit about their fondest memories and experiences with that. Uh -huh. And so, yeah, I loved uh, the first Blair Witch, but the other yeah. just like that followed wasn't that big a fan of. And then, and then you got so many things, which was, you know, because it was cheap to do someone with a handicap trying to, you know, going down to a basement uh, and, and, and so on and so on and so on. And it just became kind of, you know, Blair Witch was done with style and it yes. was the first of them. Yes. Um, and annoyingly, I found after a while of those things being out, it kind of devalued Blair Witch a bit, which I thought was very unfair on the original. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 If I, yeah, um, Blair Witch is what popularized the found footage genre. Um, some, Indeed. Some people want to say that it's a movie called The Cannibal Holocaust, but it was made in the 80s. Oh, yeah, I've heard but, of Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, but that only, like, it didn't have found footage in it throughout the entire movie. If we're talking about, like, throughout the entire movie, it would be Blair Witch. That would be the one sure. that I would point to. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then, you know, that's that's the object lesson that I was saying before of having having. The, was it was it scripted or was it improvised, Blair Witch? Um, I didn't get a chance to ask that actually. Mm. Oh. I think it may have been partially both, but there, you know, like I was saying before about I have, have a decent story in this instance uh, and good direction and good actors, because you know there's not a lot of money spent on Blair Witch, but it doesn't need it. Uh, it's a very clever, very clever film. Nope, horror movies can be made for cheap and like mm. rake in like a buttload of money, and then that's where it comes the franchising problem. All studios and need money. Yep. Indeed. Yep. Indeed. Then that's why, like, when, uh, when I heard that the new okay, the new Halloween came out, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Have you had a chance to see that? No. Oh, if we're talking about recent, you definitely should, especially if you liked uh, the one that came out in '78. Right. Yes, and because it's a direct sequel to that. Oh, it's not a remake? No, it's not. Oh, okay. I was under the impression it was a remake, and remakes just turned me off completely. Um, no, it uh, is, it's a direct sequel 40 years oh, okay. later. So, ah, right. So, yeah, so the first one came out in 78, and then this one comes out in 2018. So basically all the ones that were in between, like, they're, mm -hmm. they're, for the purpose of this storyline, they no longer exist. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah, and uh, it did, like, really well, and then they're talking about just, like, making a sequel to that, and it's just like, no. 
It's like I suppose the thing in with 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 um with horror, I suppose the whole sequelitis thing might strike harder than anything else because so much of horror is about shock. And how can you maintain the shock value when you're going, oh, you know, here's the fifth iteration of that shock. Mm, yeah. That's why, just like with certain franchises, I'm a little bit more forgiving because you know they're not meant to like take, uh, you're not meant to take them too seriously. Like the ones in the 80s, like I mentioned, Jason and Freddy, mm -hmm. like at times. Mm. Those are, those are fun. Those are fun. But now I'm too at a point mm. where it's just like, let it lie. Yeah. Let it lie. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of you like franchising just the general you franchising films. It's just indeed. That's why I think. I think. I think. I get the feeling that mm. people in general are getting quite tired of that. You know, getting 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 wise to it and going, oh look, you know, stop ripping me off. Basically, give me give me something new. Yes, uh, exactly. Though, though, mind you, how one would come up with a new horror film? What what what? Would be, you're the expert. What would you come up with if I said to you, here's some money? Which I wouldn't be saying. You um, come up with a new horror film. Oh man, huh, that's actually a good question because you gotta think about. Okay, you have the whole. Well, no idea is really an original one anymore. It's just basically like how you execute that idea. So then, mm. like you got to talk, think about. Okay, what's involved in that genre? Okay, you got monsters. You've got. Um, Isolation. You've got those things in outer space. You've got um, um, gore type horror, which I would not do. I, I cut. I, I anything that's overly gory, like say things like the Human Centipede, I tend to stay away from. It creeps me out. I did watch Human Centipede. I heard about that and thought I really cannot be bothered with this. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, smart man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, no, but I think, like, if I had to make a horror film, it would have to do with the themes of um, isolation and an unknown enemy, kind of like, you know, thing, the Thing-esque, except um, mm. not with aliens, like, uh -huh. just some kind of unseen enemy, my type of thing. That's, it nice. just, that really just attracts and appeals to me, so. Mm -hmm. When the enemy is just nice. like the unknown and like those that you think that you trust, like you tend to eat each other alive because of the fear. Yeah, yeah, kind of psychological horror then in that way. Yeah, actually, that mm. that that really appeals to me. Mm. Mm. Ah, yes, sad panda family. Politics is the new horror genre. Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Yeah, I mean, but it is true. It is true. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of the new horror genre and the new farcical comedy at the same time. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm half expecting to see The Purge at this point. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it, it wouldn't me either. Oh, <sighs> and Sad Panda Family also says, I think Blair Witch Project had a lot of marketing money. Certainly was the only banner ad I saw on the internet for months at that time. Yeah, we're talking late huh. 90s internet, like when the internet had only been around for like maybe a couple of years at this point. Yeah. Like, uh, the general public, it had yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It had a good marketing campaign. I will, I sure. that's what I remember the most about it. Funny enough, I don't remember seeing any marketing that, at all about it. But yeah, um, I, just, I just remember seeing it, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> wow, um, it's like, I'm, yeah, I remember the marketing for that it had to do just like a missing persons poster, and they like kind of pushed the whole fact just that it actually happened. When I found out it didn't happen, I was like, aw. <laughs> Maybe that stuff didn't get to the UK. Hmm. Makes, in the same way. Makes uh, sense. Also, I'm, I'm trying to remember when I got internet access, you know, decent internet access. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, good point in marketing money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was marketed well, like I will admit. Hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see here. Yeah, going back to the found footage genre, I haven't really come across one that I've liked as well as the Blair Witch. I can't mm -hmm. watch I can't watch much found footage to begin with because of my eyes. I got like motion right. sickness kind of thing. Wow. Oh, I see. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm like watching something like Shake, like no matter like whether it's like a video game or a movie mm -hmm. that does stuff like that, I get sick. <laughs> right. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Good reason to avoid that sort of thing then. Exactly. Like, Blair Witch was um, enough for me. Like, as much as I mm. like it, I can't, like, watch it too mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I finished my tea. Damn. <laughs> Do you have to go to the loo? <laughs> no. 
No, no. I mean, I, I, okay. I can go and make a cup of tea, but, but then I'm sitting with dead air. So, uh, no, no, I'll stick around. We could have, like, the tea podcast. Tonight on Terrific <laughs> Talk, Rupert makes a cup of tea. Indeed, indeed, and then drinks it. Uh, yes. Yeah, because, not the most horrific thing. Yeah, because usually... Unless there are tentacles of the tea. Yeah, yeah. Because usually the joke is, like, everybody on the pod, that I have on podcast ends up having to, like, go to the bathroom at, like, some point. <laughs> yeah, I I did wonder where that came from. I thought, why is she saying do I have to go to the toilet? Yeah. Right. Does she want me to go? Go! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, okay, I'm trying to think of, let's see here. Hmm. I think we've ran through just about everything that I wanted to talk ah. about, actually. Yay! Just at the time of my tea ran out. That worked well. Yeah, it did. Just like great, great timing. <laughs> ah! No, I said, like, get off! No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, where could people find you on the World Wide Web if they want to keep track of your nonsensical thoughts about things? <laughs> Twitter. Twitter, basically. Um... <laughs> I am on Facebook, but I kind of just don't do anything there anymore. Mm -hmm. I went off it. So so Twitter no. uh, is, is where... Not that I'm very good at putting my nonsensical thoughts about things on there uh, a lot of the time. But, um, yeah, that's 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 where you can find me. Um, and if you say hello to me, I'll definitely say hello back. Yes, and I know that from personal experience. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. It's like, uh, like, hey, hi. Now he's thinking, now go away. <laughs> Well, it just seems to me if someone's sort of, you know, nice enough to come and, and, and say that they enjoyed your a bit of your work, of course you should be nice to them, shouldn't you? Yes. Um, so, you know. Yep. So, if everyone loved each other, the world would be a better place. Tommy yes. yes, exactly. And anything that we, that you're working on that you can say that we should be keeping an eye on in the future? Not yet. You're no fun. I can't ever get anything out of you. You're I know, involved. I know. Uh, lots, lots, lots of things. There's an awful lot of work going on at the moment, um, but but it it all needs to kind of come to the forefront. Where we're, we're having a big um, meeting on the twenty third of this month about it, doing a read through of some of it. Maybe maybe we'll film a bit of that and and put a little bit up. Maybe um, which which uh, if, if it's remotely entertaining to to, to do that. Um, yeah, but but there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Yeah. But uh, this this thing I'm writing at the moment, this interactive movie, is part of it. Um, okay, okay. And the, there's also going to be a, a web series attached to that. So yeah, that. Uh, oh, I can't wait to get filming. I cannot wait to get filming that. So but, it's just yeah. a, so it's just a matter of you want to get it done now. That it's point? a matter of I want to start having fun. I want to get away from being I want from, from being sat every single day in front of the screen, desperately typing out words while my forehead bleeds. Um, uh, yeah, and, and and get get with the gang again and, and get out there and shoot. Be great. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. There there are there are hoops to jump through first. There are steps that we have to go through. You know, largely involved with raising money, um, and indeed finishing the script which on, on my part. And I'd like to publicly apologise to the team for not getting the script finished yet. It's difficult. Um, so there yeah. you go, public apology. Indeed, yeah. indeed, yes. That one is my fault. See, here we come back around to it again. Everything's their fault. Yeah. Probably more than one thing. Undoubtedly more than one thing. Yeah. Uh, yes, so, uh, Sad Panda says, uh, Rupert is working on Not Yet, so it's been titled. Let's call it that. The working title is not yet. Though I, I, might, I might just throw it all in the bin and start on raindrops of blood now. Yes, just have a big giant like receptacle that says "not yet" like written on the outside <laughs> of it. Just my life, I mean. Yeah, yeah my our lives are full of not yets mm -hmm, and maybe mm -hmm. some woulda couldas. Oh, plenty of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's actually going to be a good place to end. And okay, okay. if you have stuck with us through our somewhat nonsensical ramblings at times, then you deserve a medal. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah. 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 Don't believe her when she says she'll give you a medal. Believe me. 
Like, it's a, I've, been, it's... I've been promised a medal now. You promised me a medal now. If I don't get a medal, then uh, you're going to be hearing about it from a distance over Skype. I know that's not very scary. Yeah. No, I'll give you a gold star to appease you until you get that medal. What, like Adric? Yes. You're calling me Adric? Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, it's also a good response to people asking if the script is finished. Yes, definitely, said Panda. Not yet. Not yet is your answer to everything. Not yet, but but soon. Yes. Well, a lot of the scripts are finished. I finished. I finished. I finished a load of scripts. It's just this last one that's interactive. It's difficult, drowning in it. Yeah, there we but go. It's fine. There It'll we... be fine. Yeah, this is fine. Yes. Well, Rupert. Thank you so much for coming on here again. My pleasure. Uh, to... Thank you for having me. Yes. And, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to drag you on here again now. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. Once I get my medal, I'm, I'm right there. Okay, God. Stop whining. <laughs> Stop whining. <laughs> and so, until next time, everybody, stay terrific, and bye-bye. Seeing you. Bye. Uh...